your audience is going to say, we like this, we don't like that, do more of this, don't do that. And they'll kind of start to guide that path for you. Starting or growing your business is hard work. But now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook, and I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals, and today is no different. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. My guest today is Brandon Pleshek, and he has coached me on his last name before the episode here. Brandon is a third-generation janitor and certified clean freak. He is also the third generation owner of his family's cleaning business that's been serving their local community for 40 years. Two years ago, he started posting about cleaning on TikTok and it completely blew up. He has now had amassed over a million followers and loves to teach his followers how to clean. Brandon is going to talk to us today about how to build a personal brand from scratch. I think we can take a lot of um, things from this interview that would also relate to a small business. Brandon, obviously, as a small business owner, can um, attest to that. Uh, Brandon, welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much for having me, Stephen. First, I want to say you've totally crushed the last name. Like, <laughs> totally nailed it. Sometimes it'd be a little, like, you know, tweak of like, okay, this is a little wrong, but you it, all the way through nailed it. So, hey, mine is Cook. <laughs> Mine is Cook, and so I've never had to deal with the how do you say your name. Steve Cook is probably the most generic you can get, so um, I, I feel for you on that. No, I love it. That just totally nailed it, and thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here, and I'm looking forward to having a conversation. Man, tell me, uh, let's talk about your uh, business first just a little bit. Like, you know, why why the cleaning business? You know, you talk about uh, the, I don't know if you call it a janitor business, cleaning business, whatever, but talk to me a little bit about the small business first so everyone can kind of uh, grasp where you're at in life. Yeah, definitely. So cleaning uh, for myself has always been a constant in my life. As you mentioned in the intro, um, I'm a third generation owner of our local cleaning service. Um, Kind of a little backstory. My grandfather started our business around 40 years ago. He worked in corporate America, climbed the ladder, got to a point where he was just burnt out and kind of hated it. And he wanted to, you know, kind of pursue that American dream of starting his own business. Um, he had three sons, my father and two uncles, and they were kind of at the age two, like they all kind of wanted to do something together. And so the opportunity of cleaning kind of came up um, and he brought it to the family. He's like, what do you think of this? And everyone kind of jumped in. And uh, for a while there, my both my grandparents and my uncles and my father all ran the business together. Um, my uncles kind of went in two different areas. One kind of went along, line, along lines of like cleaning, but a little different. My one went to the medical industry. And then my father stayed in the cleaning industry as well. Um, and then I was born in there. There you are. <laughs> and so I would say I was born into the cleaning business because it was started before me and I've always been around it. So 
why cleaning? Because it's all I've ever known. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> your dad forced you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, as we were talking in the intro, like, you know, a family owned business, you're just around it all the time. And I won't lie, like there was definitely times in my teen years and early 20s where I'm like, I will not be in this business. I will not be a cleaner. I yeah, despise we all, that. I, we all say we're not going to be like our parents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, it, you know, as I've gotten older, I just, I've really appreciated the business and a lot of aspects of it. And it's part of my fabric of who I am. And now I fully embraced it. I feel at 32. So, so how do you, you know, like talk to me about some of your clients, like, is it a one-time deal? Is it an ongoing service? Like what is, what does a customer look like for you and how are you kind of making money from that? Yeah. Great question. So it kind of has mutated over the years of business. When we first started, it was all janitorial business to business, more commercial cleaning. Okay. Um, and those are kind of just reoccurring monthly contracts, yearly contracts, as we've kind of just gone through the years and weathered a lot of economic storms and just a lot of changing um, things, we've shifted over to doing a lot of floor care. So we do a lot of carpet cleaning. I see that um, in your videos. Yeah. Yep. So carpet cleaning kind of was this thing that kind of came out of nowhere where our commercial clients needed it. They're like, hey, do you do carpet cleaning? And we're like, no. And then all of a sudden we're like, why don't we do carpet cleaning? <laughs> um, and the equipment is pretty expensive. So once you invest in all of that, it's kind of like, well, why aren't we doing residential? Why aren't we doing these types of things? And so the business today now is a large portion of it is residential and commercial carpet cleaning and floor care. And then we have general like cleaning, like office cleaning. The one thing um, we don't do a ton of is like residential cleaning. We do a handful of it here and there. Um, but as you know, as a fellow business owner, you know, you kind of follow the path that your clients are asking for. Yeah. And carpet cleaning has always kind of been that main thing that is People everyone's want. asking for it. And we've kind of been able to crush it if I can brag a little bit. And so we just That's kept awesome. doubling down on that. That's awesome. Um, so do you have any like crazy, like what's the pitch? Do people just come to you at this point or um, since y'all have been around so long, or do you like go out and cold call people? What's kind of the pitch if you do that? Um, hey, this is why you need to clean. This is why you should use us. What, why, why would people use your business? Just kind of out of curiosity. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of a little cliche, but they always say like establish yourself as the expert in your field, in your community. Sure. Um, and something that we've, done a really good job at, I feel is, well, I guess two things. One is just doing a good job and treating our customers the way we want to be treated. Customer service is just like so underrated sometimes. And especially in the world of like, for instance, let's take the side of carpet cleaning. Carpets and spots don't always come up. They don't always clean up to be perfectly new. We always say if we could clean carpets and make them look brand new, we would charge more because <laughs> it's just kind of a little bit of something where it's like, if you've walked on carpet for 20 years, we can get it clean and looking good, but it's not going to be brand new. The it's day better than installed. it used to be. It's about it. it huh? yeah. Exactly. So there's a little like kind of minutia there. Um, but, you know, taking care of our customers has been huge. And they know that when we are in their home, we're going to treat it like our own and go above and beyond. Um, the industry as a whole in cleaning, anyone can buy a bucket and a mop and say they're a cleaning company. Um, you can literally go to a big box store today and do that. Sure. The, the key differentiator there is just the customer service and the care, I feel, is kind of the one thing that's really helped our business stay afloat. Um, and the other side, too, is just that, you know, establishing yourself as an expert in your field is huge. So continuing that education and, and knowing and kind of being at the forefront of what 
is in the cleaning world. I know that sounds kind of crazy. Like, don't you just spray it and clean it? Like, but there are a lot of cool innovations coming up in the cleaning world. And I'm sure you see this in your business that it's like, Hey, this is something that can legitimately help our clients. And if we can really learn these new methods or techniques, or even just find things that, Hey, you can use this as a consumer um, to keep your house more clean. We, we double down on that consistently. That's awesome. Um, Okay. So, you know, the, the topic that we are trying to shoot for is how to build the personal brand. And so now that we kind of have a grasp of like, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. Now I want to pivot to, you know, what we were talking before about before in the, that we started the recording, which is your personal brand side. So you have all these things going on. You're uh, kind of scared, bored, whatever you want to call it with COVID uh, (laughs) hitting. And you decide to upload a few videos to TikTok and uh, the short summary is that your TikTok um, takes off and you start having tons of success on that. You have over a million followers now on that platform alone um, and uh, tons of followers on other platforms as well. So what I would like to talk to you about is, A, why did you do that? Have you, Had you been kind of tinkering around with that stuff before or um, was this something that, hmm, maybe this could be a good way to advertise? Yeah, so... Uh, ever since I got an iPhone 4, I've always been taking videos and pictures. And my main idea at that time, which I don't even know what year that was, but a while ago, I'm dating myself now by saying iPhone 4. You're like 32 and you're like, <laughs> oh, back in but the like, day. I can't but we're remember. already on iPhone, what, like 12? But no, <laughs> I don't uh, even know. I can keep up with it. <laughs> so uh, I always took pictures. I always took videos. I've always been like kind of an artistic person. I play music and things. And so I've always enjoyed that side of things. And my back in my brain, it was like, okay, I have this cool phone now that takes videos. I'm going to do that a lot. And I'm going to use it for advertising, like Facebook ads or whatever comes up. Like, Hey, I can use this down the road for something. Um, How was your dad and all this? Is he like, do your thing? Or is he still involved and was like, you need to run this by me or what, how did that look like? Yeah. So a little bit kind of of like the transition of the business, my grandparents um, still helped out a little bit, but they were pretty much semi-retired. Uh, then once I took over ownership, I begged my dad because he could have retired. I'm like, please just stay on and kind of be like my safety net a little bit. That's awesome, man. (laughs) We called him, uh, he actually just retired this past year. So he's now a full-time grandparent. Um, yeah, because you're freaking famous. So you're like, you're famous in the cleaning. You're like, I don't need you, dad. No, I no, I, that's, (laughs) he wanted to, he's, uh, he wanted to kind of be a full-time grandparent. I'm like, let's do this finally. Um, he's still my like mentor and helper for sure. Um, but he was always, um, so he kind of was in the business, but he's always kind of my sounding board. So like, he's the guy that I'm like, what do you think of this? And he'll be like, I don't quite understand it, but I like the vibe of this kind of thing you're doing. So, but he'd always kind of bring me back to ground. Cause I'm the dreamer, like up in the clouds and he's more the realist, you know, if you ever do like the disc profile or whatever, where it's like, he's very, the analytical side on the SI side, it's like, dreaming and like what if we did this wild thing and he's always like okay that's cool like here's the thing i'm cleaning the white house (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like chill out (laughs) yeah it's like we can get there but like let's just make some steps you know to get there but uh, so he's been always really you know a good encouragement um but he's also been this person in my life like in the business that's like okay if i can prove this to my dad rock and roll like we this is a good idea then because he's kind of like my biggest critic and I mean that in like the most loving way because yep 
I, I, I need, if I can prove it to him, I'm st- then I know it's a solid idea. Anyways, same. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it. I, exactly. I feel you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I respect that too, because he, cause he sees all sides of it. So he would say, this is where it would break down. I told, I totally yep. get it. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, and he's been through other parts and other times in the business that I've maybe never experienced quite yet. Of course. Um, and even just like society, like we're talking about cell phones, like he was, there was no cell phones when he was doing in the internet. Right. Like, yeah. So it's just kind of a cool two different sides of the coin. Um, but yeah, so I've always recorded stuff. I've had a big backlog. Always, It's always been on my list of like, I'm going to start posting this content. When XYZ. I can get to this. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing. And uh, as I kind of mentioned, when COVID hit, we shut down our residential side of the business for about three months. Um, there could have been some loopholes we played in to kind of like still work, but our community just, mm. I, I didn't feel comfortable going into people's homes and kind of doing that until we kind of understood some protocols and kind of best practices. So we took that three months and kind of regrouped a little bit, but there was definitely some anxiety and free time to kind of sit there and be like, okay, now what? <laughs> and so TikTok came along and I started posting some of those videos. And yeah, I mean, I kind of mentioned this, but my first video, they hit 100,000 views. I still remember, I'm just like, this is not real. This is not, you know, I had a few smaller ones, but a hundred thousand just seemed like this crazy number that was like, this can't be happening. Like, that's weird. There's some glitch where it's like yeah. saying I have a lot of views. Yeah. And you know, the followers kind of kept coming in and it's like, and the thing that I noticed right away was people were asking, you know, how do I clean X? How do I do this? How do I do that? Um, and for me, it's like, how do you clean a toilet? Okay. I've been in the cleaning industry my entire life. I've always known how to clean a toilet. Like I was born with a Johnny mop in my hand. Right. So it's always come second nature to me. And I'm sure you've similar. It's like, there's certain things you just know, and it's just in your fabric of being right. But uh, there's a lot of people online that are like, Hey, I would love to know actually the way to clean a toilet because I've never been taught. And so I kind of noticed that and I'm like, okay, this is a different brand, different thing altogether. Um, and ever since then, yeah, I've just been doubling down and going crazy with making content. <laughs> and and so on that side, it sounds like your ambition was to use it as a driver of your business. But I want to ask you, like, have you changed your mind any at this point? Is it still like the same ambition? Like, I just want to drive business or are you thinking like, huh, what if I build up the brand? Because I've seen a few... Uh, you know, we recommend this brand and I don't know if that's a sponsored type situation or what, but, but how do you, how do you still feel about it now? So it's, that is actually a great question because I struggled with that for the first like three months. I was like, how am I going to leverage this? What am I going to use this? What, what's this best, you know, use case scenario? Um, I made the choice about that three month mark to just separate it as a different brand, as a personal brand, opposed to my cleaning business brand. Um, and we can kind of get into that a little bit later. I made the choice mainly because I wanted to establish myself as an expert to the world, if that makes sense. I, that kind of, that sounds like I'm like this crazy, like megalomania person, but like the internet is the world, right? So like, of course I'm sitting in Wisconsin talking to you over the internet. That's amazing. Right. So I felt like I could kind of reach more people and help more people with these cleaning questions. If it was more its own entity, opposed to like this random cleaning business in Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, and so I kind of separated the two. Now, the cool side of that is they both interweave. There are sure. plenty of people locally that watch me on TikTok and Instagram or YouTube. And they're like, oh, you're in our community. Like, I saw that building. I know where that building is in your shot. Like, 
right. I want to use your company. So through osmosis, it's kind of just work together. Um, could I do a better job at like pushing more work to my local business? Yes. But like we're, we've been swamped. And so I'm not trying to kill my guys. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, so you did decide to make it more into, you know, your personal deal. So as a result of that, are you focused? Let's talk about, you know, I think what a lot of people want to know is I'm guessing is, you know, if I'm going to make a personal brand out of this, what are the avenues that I can do? First avenue you can have is you have an avenue of, you have a business behind that. And of course you have that, but talk to me about some of the other ways. Are you still just, you know, trying to plug away at building a brand or, or what, are, what is the revenue generation side to that? Yeah. And that's, so what kind of opened up and why the other kind of doing a personal brand that I realized is you know, the sponsorship side of things, for instance, there's a lot of different avenues here. What's, what's wild is as a business owner and those listening, I'm assuming are also small business owners is that you kind of, if you're in an industry, you kind of know like the tree branches of your possible revenue, right? You kind of can of see that pretty easily. What's wild about building a personal brand is the tree branches or the various avenues of making revenue are endless. Like, you could write a book, you could make a course, you could just make YouTube videos and live off the monetization of that. You, there, I mean, it's kind of endless. And so when I noticed that, I'm kind of like, okay, this is interesting and a cool way to build. It, it's a cool avenue to go after and not tie it to my local business. So the personal brand, you know, for me, sponsorships have been huge in the cleaning category. Um, it's very product driven. So if you're going to clean your toilet, you're going to need toilet bowl cleaners. So then you're going to need X product. Um, and what's cool is my family being in the cleaning business for so long, we definitely have some products that we love and that we've used for legitimately 40 years in our business. Right. And so my pitch to them was kind of like, you know, my family has been using X product, for instance, barkeepers friend, I've been working with them quite a bit. We love their product. Like my family's been using your product since forever and I would love to kind of maybe just have a conversation. And so sponsorships have been great. Um, you know, there's definitely a two-edged sword there. You just don't want to like overload your feed with sponsored content. How does that work? Um, you know, on that, are, are most of them like very, uh, you know, like, Hey, do what you can whenever you can type of deal. Or is it very like for this video, I get that. I mean, is it, or is it very structured? There is a I, yes to all of that. Okay. <laughs> um, it's kind of a wide range. Every company does it a little bit differently. Um, and every company kind of comes to a sponsored or like a marketing piece with a different objective, right? So some want views and exposure, other want clicks and sales. And so kind of understanding that will kind of help you to build, you know, oh. the piece of content. Um, I've always come at it where it's like, hey, people want to know how to use your product let me show them or teach them how to do it. I've been using it for a long time. Um, but I mean, but then I know a lot of people, uh, you know, fellow, for lack of a better term, influencer friends. I don't love that word. Dude, let's go. It, You're an influencer. It, it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> I, I prefer creator. That's kind of like the new buzzword. But um, doesn't feel slimy. Of, yeah, I don't, it's not, <laughs> I don't necessarily feel slimy. I just think that there's a lot of different like angles on that. Like, you know, you got someone that is just kind of taking those brand deals, doesn't believe in the product and just trying to like influence this. And then you have others. And I hope I fall in this category for my audience to just really um, talk about products I love and I use on a regular basis. Like if you see something on my channel, it's because I've used it for a long time or I've right. tested it and say, Hey, this is a better version of X, Y, Z. Um, 
but yeah, so it's, it, everyone's got, comes to it a little bit differently. Um, you know, some, some products even just want just you holding it in a picture. That's crazy, <laughs> Others are man. like, Hey, will you do a huge video of explaining how to use it? I, I more, I like to show what I'm doing and kind of teach and be visual with it. So yeah, it's, but sponsorships is one side of it. Monetization on platforms, you know, these new platforms up and coming, for instance, TikTok, um, Instagram reels, even YouTube shorts. Now they're creating these funds. So they have these funds for, you know, they're going to pay out to creators that are making content. Um, and I've heard it kind of explain that it's like, there's not enough water in terms of like the, the water is the content, right? So okay. there's not enough water in these ponds because the viewers are there and there's not enough content to kind of like keep pulling buckets of viewership out. They need to pay people to get, make content right now. And that will change obviously just as platforms Supply and, and progress. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. right now there's the, you know, the monetization through the platforms is really lucrative as well, depending on what you're doing. So that's an avenue. Um, but then, like I said, books, courses, how to's, you know, or like Patreon communities, like those are huge. I know some creators have. So if you have the ambition to make content, there is a way to make um, revenue. Where do you see, uh, you know, Brandon five, 10 years from now, do you see that the personal brand has more of a promising future of you as far as the things that you want to do with your life? Obviously like the small business has been incredible. It's, you know, raised multiple families and things like that. So yep. obviously that wouldn't be an insult to that. However, do you see like that could be more of a, um, a bigger part of your future than the actual cleaning business itself? Or, or do you think that there's a place in your life for both of them always? Yeah, I think both will always exist. Um, just because it's one of those things where the local company, um, gives me things to clean. <laughs> sure. So that, that's kind of always going to be, I have no rugs um, to clean if they don't. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that will, they'll always kind of be together and pioneer our local company will always just, I don't know, it's, it's part of my life. Like, and that's, we actually brought on, um, some new ownership this past year, um, at a, like a more of like an operations capacity, which has been awesome cool. to kind of help me pursue the, the, some of these, you know, personal brand things. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, as for like the long-term vision of it, you know, I'm kind of, this is now entering year two of, you know, more making content and kind of really putting full time into this. And what's kind of making me lose my mind a little bit is with the cleaning business, it's very cyclical, right? So like, I understood the busy seasons. I understood the slow seasons. So like in those little valleys, it's kind of like, don't freak out. This happened the last 20 years, just yeah. take a deep breath, go on vacation and the work will be there in a month. Right. Yeah. So with this, I don't know those rhythms yet. And so I'm a little bit, you know, I'm an anxious person a little bit. So it's like trying to understand how this work, the workflow goes, but like for a long-term side of things, you know, if I can keep helping people learn, you know, teach them to clean up their homes, their spaces, or even, you know, something that's been coming on quite a bit is small business owners starting small cleaning businesses and kind of wanting to pursue that. Uh, yeah. So my goal is to help as many people as I can with this. And if my 15 seconds of fame in terms of followers and views go away, I hope that I can still be um, a big help to some and a smaller audience that I'm, I'm stoked with that. That's awesome. Um, as far as the personal brand side, you mentioned this influencers and things like that of, of people that we might be thinking of that are, are slimy or whatever. Um, so 
as far as that goes, what mistake do you see personal brands making that you're like, dude, if they wouldn't have done this, if they wouldn't have done that, obviously you've had some success that people could learn something from you. So what do you see that people get to a certain level and they do something and it stunts their growth or whatever it might be? Um, can you speak to that a little? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this might sound a little cliche if you listen to a lot of like personal brand stuff, but like don't try to monetize it too fast and don't get into it just to make money. Um, Can you share like, where did, at what point did you actually take on your first like deal? Like maybe how many followers did you have or, or yeah, what did I that look like? I think I was at like 300,000 on TikTok and it was a TikTok deal. Instagram hasn't really grown up until like the last six to nine months. Um, but yeah, it was like around 300,000 and I took it on because it was a product that I actually used and I believed in. So like, the second you start to get traction, you get 10, 20, at least in my space, because it's very product driven. I get 10 emails a week no that kidding. are like, Hey, you know, use this product. We'll, we'll send you these products. You know, your authenticity is your most valued thing that you have being okay. on the internet. And so if you immediately kind of sell that out and I, I don't, I don't think being doing sponsor content is a sellout move. I just mean, if you immediately sell that to the highest bidder as fast as possible, you kind of start to lose a little bit of that authenticity. Um, and it, the money will come if you continue to put in the time and the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I see so many be like, I'm going to make content. They do it for two months and they're like, this isn't making me money. This isn't worth it. I, I can't do this anymore. And a lot of those, a lot of my friends have like small businesses and they're like, Hey, I'm not seeing a return on this, but over here, my small business is chugging along. If I take this extra 10 hours a week and put it into there, I'm going to make money. And it's like, so what are your motives? Kind of figure that out, but get it. it it's a long game for sure. Um, if our business runs really, really strong on referrals, our referral engine ha- didn't start running until like five years into the business where it was like, that's what we really noticed. That was a main area that we were bringing in customers because the average person doesn't clean their carpets every, they only clean them about every two years about. So, right. So it's like, it yeah. took that time to build that up. Um, so it's a long game for sure. Do it because you love it and you love talking about it. I call myself a clean freak because I love cleaning. I love the satisfaction of literally. I got to stop you right there. I (laughs) thought of this question earlier and I can't, I can't help it. I mean, like, is your house the cleanest house ever? Okay. That is the great, that is a great question. I get that a lot. Um, not all the time. No, I have two dogs and a kid. So like, I, 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 it's not perfect. Like I'm not, there's actually, I, I, I need to make a video on this because my mom is a neat freak, right? And I okay. say that with love and compassion. I love her dearly. I got a lot of my clean freak qualities from her. Okay. But I view that there's two sides of that coin. There's the neat freak and the clean freak, right? So like oh. a clean freak likes things clean and, and, you know, not dirty. The neat freak likes everything tidy and in place. Oh. I'm not so far on the neat freak side of things. I can live in a little bit of chaos, right? Okay. Um, but it's the creator have, side of you. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But the but the knee freak side is like I don't want things dirty or gross, right? So like everything's cleaned. It just might not be neatly organized all the time, if that okay. makes sense. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll give you a pass. Yeah. Um. So just like transitioning a little bit, as far as you talk to a personal brand side that you see, you know, a lot of pitfalls for people as they're trying to build a personal brand, and I don't want to like be jumping back and forth too much, but. Can you relate that to a small business? Obviously your ambition on this initially was to just build your personal or your small business brand um, and try to help lead generation for your business. 
What do you think that you have learned from the personal brand side that could help small business owners? Like, hey, a lot of businesses are doing this. If you don't do this, you know, what what do you see small businesses doing that they would be able to grow their audience more if they did something? Just make content. Like that sounds so basic and simple, um, but show up online and be like real. Don't, I, I see so many businesses hire a marketing agency and it's the most generic images you've ever seen and no one's liking it. I don't want to interact with that. And like, I don't mean to throw shade at marketing agencies or like anyone, like I just for no, myself. destroy them. That, don't be yeah. nice, Brandon, destroy them. <laughs> I'm going to give you a clip that you can clip out and put online. No, uh, but no, it's, I just, there's no soul in it. Right. right. And so it's just this soulless, like, what do you say though? What do you say if you're trying to build a, I mean, if you're trying to build your small business brand and you say, just make content for a lot of people that aren't creative, they might yep. be like about what, you know, or yep. here, I've got this crap on sale or whatever it might be. Yep. What, what do you say? So uh, the two like, things that kind of come to my mind, one would be if you don't, if you're not creative and don't like making content, go find a teenage kid that just graduated high school or is in like on a break from college that just loves, understands TikTok, understands Instagram, loves shooting videos, is really charismatic about it. In a sense. Yeah, and and bring them on and trust their intuition on making content because they have grown up on these platforms. I didn't grow up on these platforms. You didn't grow up on these platforms to the degree that they have, right? Um, I've had a lot of good friends that kind of have invested in some in their community just because they're like, hey, you, you know what you're doing. And, you know, pay them good to show up and make fun, exciting content um, or like bring them on a consulting side of things and trust their intuition. Just because like I have younger employees as well that are telling me things and I'm like, oh, I've never even heard of this type of content. Like what? <laughs> Tell me more. Right. <laughs> and so that's one side of it. And then, you know, if you are a little bit creative as your business owner or like as your marketing team, um, don't be scared to get vulnerable and kind of show your business. I, I, you know, I think everyone wants to show this like front facing, perfect storefront. That's like, everything's great. We have no problems. I'll be real. We have problems. Like there's things that don't always go our way. Cleaning isn't always like, yes, we nailed it kind of side of things. Um, and people love that human interaction and love that human side of it. So if you can kind of show that real organic side of things in your content, and it doesn't have to be if you're really good at writing copy, like it can be a, a fun, silly Facebook post. Um, it doesn't have to be video all the time. If you like making videos, make a funny little video or pictures and kind of just show you having fun in your business. Because if people see you having fun, they're like, oh, this looks like a fun company. I want them in my house doing work or, you know, sure. I want to be a part of that thing. So, yeah. What's something that um, you believe about you know, personal brand building, or it can even be about cleaning that you believe that almost no one agrees with you about. So you sent over this question. I'm like, oh man, I, uh, I am the most, uh, confrontation list person ever. Like it's the best. <laughs> Me I too, hate man. It. I hate it. <laughs> like just hey, saying the word people, confrontation. People will say stuff about, you know, like horse feed is like, it's kind of like their pet, you know? So people yep. argue, they love to argue about like, oh, that's wrong. And I'm like, okay. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, like, I don't, I don't die on any sword, man. I'm like, yeah. okay, no, yeah, no, exactly. So, but like, I would just say, you know, I think the one thing that I got, I, 
uh, have a good group of mentors and like fellow business owners that I meet with. And when I brought up TikTok, they're like, TikTok, like, what are you doing, man? Like, there's no reason to be on TikTok, right? And rightfully so. Like, they, I, I heard their concerns. I get it. They're like, is this really worth your time? And I think the crazy thing is, is like now after two years of being on the platform and seeing it blow up, it's like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like the amount of people on there using this app, like you'd be crazy not to be on there doing something. Right. And so I think sometimes one thing would be like that TikTok isn't a good platform to grow your business. Not a lot of people agree with me on that right now. And no offense to older generations, but like, you know, even my dad was like, TikTok, what is this thing? And now he's addicted to it. He loves using it, right? So, <laughs> so I, I would say right now, it's like, you know, these newer pl platforms that maybe, you know, Facebook has been around so long. So, you know, you put a dollar in, you get X out, you know, your, your return on investment. Um, so I'm probably more on the side of like, test these new platforms, try it out. Whereas maybe some business owners are like, dude, that's a waste of time. <laughs> but like, here's the deal. Like, um, I can't disagree as far as, yes, it might be the way you mentioned Facebook, you put this much time into TikTok or a new platform that say it's fine or something that went away. Yep. Yep. I can't disagree. Like, yes, it might be, but you're thinking it's for the long term, right? I mean, that's what yep. you're, that's, that was your goal from the very beginning, right? Exactly. Exactly. And that, that was an investment a risky more than a, it's an investment more than it is a, you know, I'm trying to trade dollars per hour. It, exactly. Exactly. And that's, I think content in general and just being online is a long tail investment. Like, you know, the, the TikTok time will tell if it actually sticks around. I hope it, I hope it does, but take YouTube, for instance, how many YouTubers do you watch that have been on the platform for 10 years? And I mean, they have content now, 10 years of content. I am kicking myself every day. Why haven't I been on YouTube 10 yeah. years ago? <laughs> are you now? I mean, you are now, yep. right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. yep, definitely. Yeah. And that's, that's something that this year I'll be building out more long form content. Cause a lot of my content is more in the, like, you know, anywhere from 10 to 60 second range. So sure. YouTube is definitely going to be um, the next big kind of. Do you have a team at this point that helps you with anything or? A very small one. Um, and I will be kind of expanding that this year. Um, the, the thing I struggle very with- very small one as in they're all small people or the, yes. you don't have very many? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they're actually all children. No, I'm saying it's my daughter and my wife and my dogs. No, I mean, there is some there is some truth to that. My daughter loves making videos with me. Um, awesome. But I have I have probably three people right now that have helped, that helped me out. Um, and some of that kind of goes back and forth with my local business. For of a while course. there, I had an awesome employee. Uh, he's since moved on to a better job. So good for him. But he, he loved the creative side. And so I was like, Hey man, I'm going to take you off the truck and I'm going to help wow. you. Some days you're going to help me kind of shoot videos. Um, that's so that's cool. another thing too, is if you have someone in your, on your team already in your local business that, you know, like, like shooting videos and the nights and weekends, or is an aspiring Twitch streamer or YouTuber, like utilize them, talk to them, like double down on that because they have insights that you might not know. Um, but yeah, my team's pretty small right now. This year I'll probably be expanding. I'm getting to the point of capacity where like, I can't, I have no more capacity for things. Um, and so once you get there as a business owner, you got to figure it out. Otherwise burnout comes in very fast. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, man, I just want to give you, I have one final question, but I just want to kind of give you some, uh, respect, I guess you could say, um, the more I learned about you, you know, doing, um, research on, you know, your website, watching some of your content, stuff like that, the more I found out a, how similar we are with the, the generational businesses and, um, being kind of raised the same way. It sounds like, um, 
I, I have a lot of admiration for you, what you're doing. It seems like you're an incredibly sharp guy. Um, and I love the, uh, the content is like I said, I, I found you on Instagram. I didn't even know about the TikTok deal till a couple of days ago. I was like, what the heck is this? And it, and it completely came up, uh, organically. Let's I didn't go. even find it on one of your deals. I was just like, <laughs> dude, another freaking now. I mean, I'm being cookied all over the world on my, uh, cleaning. Now I'm getting like cleaning crap everywhere. Yep. So, uh, I see some carpet cleaning deal. I'm like, man, that looks just like that one that, uh, branded. And I was like, Whoa, I'm like, this thing has like, it had like 30. It was, I think one of your top videos, it was like 30 million views or something crazy. And, uh, yep. and, uh, anyways, like I see that the name is, I think it's the exact same name as your Instagram yep. channel. And I clicked on it and I was like, this sorry sucker has a bigger <laughs> audience on TikTok than he does on Instagram. So anyways, um, so man, I, uh, I really want to give you, uh, some respect on, on everything that you're doing. I really appreciate you being on the yeah. show. Um, one final question, everything, you know, now about, I would say more specifically building a, a personal brand that if you had to give one piece of advice, maybe they're just starting out or they, they, they're, they kind of started out and then they're kind of plateaued now and they're need some help to get going again. They need some motivation or some advice, everything that you know about all of the personal brand. Now looking back, what would you say to someone? Maybe that was it. You were in their shoes a year ago or something. Yeah. So kind of two answers to this question. So like, if you're just starting out, um, make it a part of your routine in your business to shoot content, like, somehow figure a way to take 10 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes in your day, whatever you can do. And you know, hey, when you're starting out your business, you have a little bit more time, right? Because you're kind of waiting for some of those jobs to come in. You might not be doing as much work. Your schedule might not be as full. Take that time to just record a few things. It's not going to be perfect. Your first videos, your first pieces of content are going to be, as the kids are saying, cringe, right? Um, but the reality is, is that you own like that 1% every single day that you do and you show up and you put in will lead to massive returns in the long end of it. And as you know, like Google is an SEO and like your ratings and, uh, you know, your reviews and things are a huge generator for like, uh, for work and leads. So all of that content kind of is in that same pool. So find your platform that you are comfortable in, put that 1% in, do something. Even if it's like, hey guys, that's all it is on Facebook. Hey, you did it. Like, let's go build on it tomorrow. Then maybe write another paragraph. So that's if you're starting up. If you're plateaued um, and kind of, whether it's your business or like kind of a creator, the biggest help that I've ever received and like the best thing I've ever done for myself was get a mentor and other fellow business owners, like surround yourself with fellow business owners that are doing the same things you want to do. Um, being a business owner is lonely and it kind of sucks because you are trying to build this thing for your family, for your employees, for your life. And it's kind of a thankless job some days. And so by surrounding yourself with fellow business owners on a regular basis, slash like getting a mentor that's already done these things and is maybe already at the level you want to be at or further, is huge. Um, my mentor, like it was, it's almost like a cheat code when you have someone that's already done some of these things. It's like, oh, you've already managed 20 employees and went through all of these issues. He can be like, just do this. And it's like, but what if that doesn't work? He's like, I've done this. It works. <laughs> I think of that a lot of, that's why I get so much out of books a lot of times. And, and yep. I'm obsessed with the books I read. I'm like, what did the author, where's the author been? Or what have they yep. done? Because I want to know like, well, if they have a thousand person business, what they say in this book is at least true for them, you know? Yep. Yep. For sure. And that's, and that, 
So like I'm in a mentor group. So like I have a mentor and then some other fellow business owners in the service industry side of things that kind of we meet and have taught oh, and really talk cool. on a weekly. And so what's crazy is like for a while, most of them are actually at, at a higher point in business than I, I have been at. And it's awesome because like they're going through things and I'm kind of just like banking this. And then when I run up against them, it's like, hey, okay, lawsuits <laughs> will happen. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, there's just kind of... you. you uh, Mr. Beast, I don't know if you watch many yeah. much of his content, he's everywhere, right? He yeah. talks about like in the creator side of things, he had a close knit group of people that he met with on a regular basis and they shared information. Cause it's like, Hey, huh. I did this, this worked, this didn't work. And so again, it's kind of like that cheat code. So if you tell me, Hey man, I've been making videos or I'm doing this with my local business and this was a flop, but this took off and it was huge. I now know, hey, don't do this, try this. And obviously every business is a little bit different. So there's a little bit of, you know, things you got to consider there. But the reality is, is by having those fellow business owners around you, you kind of just can level up that much faster instead of trying to do it, like I said, by yourself, because at that point it gets lonely. And then you do hit that plateau. Like, I don't want to be alone anymore. I want to go work at an office and be surrounded by people and drink coffee and talk about sports. (laughs) Yeah. So do you, I mean, just on that, have you ever seen someone or, or perhaps someone's asked you like, Hey, can you take a look at my stuff? And like my view count went down or this or this happened, you know, I'm plateaued. And have you ever looked at that and been like, uh, you know, have you thought about, you know, not doing this, um, or, or something like that? Um, have you ever, you know, at what point does someone say like, man, I've been at it for seven months. I've been at it for a year. Is there a timeline you could put on it? Is there anything that you would say to someone like, man, if you've been at it for two years and it's not, you know, hang, throw uh, in the towel. Yeah. You know, okay. So one side of that, I'm a pot. I try to be on the positive side, glass half full. Oh, half empty. I know you would be. I mean, just so, your personality. Yeah, no. So that's kind of like my vibe usually, but I will say, you know, I'm, I'm not a professional at this. I'm learning stuff every day. I'm, I'm constantly taking things in. So like, and I'm making just as many mistakes as I'm making more mistakes than wins. Right. But if you can like average that out, you're going to be fine. Um, you know, I think the key would be though, is like, if you do the same thing over and over again, and it's not working, you got to switch it up, you know, like you got to find a different Avenue. So like, let's say you're making YouTube videos and they're just not getting views. No one's watching them. They're not engaged with the audience. YouTube has awesome analytics. Hey, what's my drop? Where's, where are my viewers dropping off? Like what, what am I not connecting on? Or maybe it's simply that short form content is maybe more in your wheelhouse. So like, can you go jump on Instagram reels or TikTok and kind of try that Avenue for a little while? Um, I was, I just, I meet with a few creators on a regular basis and we always talking and like the term that comes up a lot is throw spaghetti at the wall. And so it's like, throw as much spaghetti at the wall as you can try, you can handle see what sticks. And then those things that stick, your audience and your viewers will tell you right away what they like and what they don't like. Listen to them and continue to kind of go down that path, but still don't lose like your edge. Like if you have a vibe that you really like, keep that. Like that's your personality. But um. But yeah, that's it's. There's a lot I could talk on this, as you can tell. I ramble for for a long time. Sorry to your audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're gonna check the drop off time on this uh, yeah. <laughs> episode. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, I I can't thank you enough for for being on and uh, the the thoughts and the new uh, ideas that so many people can um, hopefully get from this. And and uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. 
yeah, thanks for having me. This has been an awesome time. And uh, if you ever want to talk more about videos and creation stuff, I'm happy to come back. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm inviting myself back on the podcast, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks so much. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work. So I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.